this is an ad for a Pokemon Actual Play podcast. But this isn't your dad's Pokemon world. This is a serious Pokemon world. We're dark. We're edgy. There's death and crime and darkness across the world. Tanner, I keep getting attacked by bird Pokemon! Tanner, my Tyro keeps getting out of his baby harness! I'm stuck in the ghost zone again! <laughs> okay, okay, fine. It's Listen, we might be a bit darker and have more swear words than a normal Pokemon actual play, but it's still a pretty fun romp through the Pokemon world with some great friends who love each other and Pokemon. So if you want to check it out, then come on down to Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium, part of the Pokecasters Network. And you can find any episode of Pokemon Adventures in the Millennium on your podcatcher of choice. Like what you hear? Remember to leave us a rating and review. And follow us on Twitter at PKMN underscore Millennium. See you in Sinnoh! Are you ready for Super Idols RPG? Super Idols. A rotating cast of today's hottest up-and-coming tabletop players in one all-new power-packed podcast. Super Idols. Move into a new dimension with the year's biggest pop music-themed, magical girl-inspired masks campaign. Super Idols. Now you can have all your favorite nerdy roleplay in a funny, sincere, diverse, character-driven package. Super Idols. Meet soon-to-be chart-topping idols like Violence Violet, Bane Raven, Symphoria, Elementum, Queen Bee, Warcry, and Karen! Karen! Super Idols RPG, the internet's premier narrative play podcast about super-powered teen idols. Call the number on your screen now to order Super Idols RPG on CD or cassette, or stream it wherever podcasts are sold! Must be 13 years or older to listen because we do sometimes say Please do not actually try to order a CD or cassette from us. That's just part of the parody. Please send a self-addressed stamped envelope to yourself because you deserve something nice in the mail today. And seriously, come listen to Super Idols RPG. It's pretty cool and it's a fun show and we think you'll like it. Visit superidolsrpg.castos.com for more details. Earth, 1730. It is a land that is much like our own, but oh, so different. Instead of continental drifts separating Pangaea, the supercontinent, and a meteor taking out the dinosaurs, on this version of Earth, both events happened because of one another. A meteorite with magical properties struck the Earth, wiping out the dominant dinosaurs and rearranging the way we saw the world. Instead of slowly drifting outward, 70% of the known world instead formed a concentric circle of life around the All-Sea. The other 30%? The New World, as it's known, is separated by what is called the Great Divide, a large swath of impossible ocean. The grand civilizations of Earth over time became empires, and you know how empires go. If they can't conquer their neighbors, they start looking for what is new. They turn their eyes away from the All-Sea and towards the New World. A prophecy foretold of a princess that would be born with the ability to help cross the Great Divide. This limited this person to be born of only three monarchies that remained. Eucadia, France, and Espana. These three countries went to war with each other, employing the only ladies that could effortlessly traverse the All-Sea. Pirates.
lot of stories about the sailors and their sport. About how every sailor has a girl in every port. But if you added two and two, you'd figure out right quick. It's just because the girls all have a lad on every ship. And it's twiddly idy idy i twiddly idy It's oftentimes a man will leave you broken with dismay. And it's twiddly idy idy i twiddly idy There's other things to twiddle when the man has sailed away. Yar variable here. There be podcasts. Welcome to our playtest of Thirsty Sword Lesbians by April Kit Walsh and Evil Hat Productions. This is Pirates of the All Sea. I am your GM, Dennis Veray, and with me, I have some players, and they're lesbians. Hello, I'm Kay Cloud, and I will be playing Freya Kierkegaard, ya. Hey, I'm Marcus Strax, and I'm playing Jessica the Beast. It's your person, Phenemic, playing Cecily the Cold Drake. And I'm Kate Leary, playing Sean of House Lumley. As you coast over the waves, uh, encroaching on the horizon as... One of these beautiful islands we know, the center of the all-sea, rest a former ancient sunken island. And what persists of it are these tinier islands that have jut out in the past, and these are the Greco Islands. As Sal has plotted a course to one of these Greco Islands, trying to look for someone to repair your ship after the extensive damage it took in your siege leaving out of Eucadia. We come upon this grand standing island, lush with vegetation, greener than you see in most parts of the All Sea. It is a shining beacon, this hive of affluence, this quasi-retirement community called Dionys, the island of Dionys. As you dock there, typically... When you're pirates, you're constantly changing your flags, uh, not to alert suspicion of other ships and the law you're currently running from. However, you're not aware of that, as you notice that Sal never gives the call for you to take down your specific pirate flag, which is a Jolly Roger with a rose in its mouth. (laughs) But the rose is all bony, too. Skeleton. You know how... Plants have bones. Oh, yes. <laughs> Classic rose bones. Classic rose, rose bones. bones. That's a big spoiler, you know, for Citizen Kane. <laughs> he drops the clove and he goes, rose bones. Rose bones. Rose bones. <laughs> uh, rose bones is the sled. As <laughs> you get something you're not accustomed to as pirates, but when you dock... Attendants are waiting for you, finely dressed in white linen garbs with the same little patch of a palm leaf on all of their lapels as the people of Dionys are ready to serve those here as Sal brings the rest of you generals out. You walk along the fine white sand beaches of Dionys. As you survey the land, there's a lot of huts woven together with palm leaves and palm trees intertwined in these giant treehouse sort of communities. And in the backscape of the island itself, you see this large, quasi-dismantled castle that seems to be the largest and most affluent point of the community where all of the high rollers stay. 
as you're walking along the beach, uh, following behind Sal, eventually someone walks up. She's a little bit older in her years, hair more gray than it is black. She's wearing uh, overalls that are cuffed way up, like nearly to her knees. Uh, these denim overalls and nothing else. Her her tan body just kind of looking wrinkled in the sun. You can see that she has worker's hands, someone who's worked all of their life. As Sal introduces you all to Maria. Ah, ladies, this is Maria. She helped craft all of my Hera vessels. As Maria gives a little bit of a scoff. <laughs> yes, uh, what was it? Uh, six of them, I believe? As Sal <laughs> looks quickly bitter for a moment. Um, and then smiles back towards Maria. Yes, it's uh, a lot of ships, but if we don't want to make it a few more, I was wondering if we could perchance use a little bit of your handiwork as <laughs> you all kind of part to show the damage Hera's vindication has undertook over this time as Maria puts her head in her hands, pinching the bridge of her nose. I can't, uh... I can't keep doing this for you, Sal. I, why didn't you go to my daughter on the Silver Isle with Maria? She would have loved to take on this chance. She just took over my shop. She would, she would appreciate this. As Sal kind of pulls Maria away, I um, this this will be easy work for you, and we don't, we don't have the time. We um, you wouldn't really enjoy the Eucadian Royal Navy making their way to Dynas, would you? As you hear Maria give a really deep and belabored sigh. As they have their backs turned around to you. Sal looks over her shoulder to the rest of you to give you a sign of be like, Hey, can you help me sell this a little bit, maybe? What, what, what can we do here? How can you spice up this pot for Maria? As you realize, like, Sal has used up all of her goodwill with this person. <laughs> who has made multiple ships for them. I think I look to Sean. <laughs> I know, Sean. Uh, Sean's desperately <laughs> trying to think of what to do. Kate is, actually. Maria, was it? I, uh, a pleasure to meet you. You have a beautiful island here. Uh, I, um, you know, we, we could help in any way that we possibly can. And, and we have, uh, we could provide maybe entertainment or something to, 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 to make it livelier here. I don't know. We could... Ah, uh, ah, uh, shoot. I... <sighs> and we could also fight stuff. And I hold up my dagger. <laughs> she actually... Um. Actually, Sal, uh, and Maria, have you ever heard of Eucadian knife fighting? It's all the rage. And, uh... We, just the other other night, um, uh, we were actually practicing it so we could put on some, some knife jousting if you wanted, you know, and, and that could, you know, provide just some levity and, and fun times and, and it could be a form of kind of payment uh, for you helping us out in such a pickle because we really are in a pickle. I don't know if you know many Eucadians, but we kind of suck. So... I'm going to have you roll plus heart for me, Kate, as you try to entice Maria. Okay. And I roll I roll two D6s, yeah. Yep. Okay, I got a six. 
Well, that's that other failure you were talking about. That hey! I you got it for you. I got it. I got one more failure. Ooh, what am I going to choose? Maria looks you up and down, and then trailing a little bit further behind you all is Cameron along with Eve. As Maria gets a sight of Cameron. All right, I, um, this one points at Sean. And that one points at Cameron. As long as you'll knife fight around the bonfire tonight, I will be <laughs> quite the show. Oh, uh, yeah, we're on it. We can certainly do it. Correct, Cameron? You look over your shoulder as <laughs> Cameron just gives a slow, solemn nod. Uh, this is uh, maybe something she's been wanting to do for a while. Uh, I think Sean kind of like gets very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. As Maria claps a few times, the servants and attendants of Dionys all start heading toward the ship with supplies as Maria puts one of her firm hands on Sal's. But you know, you owe me like so fucking much, right? As Sal gives a big old smile and goes, yes, of course, I know. As... <laughs> Maria, a lifelong worker, has always been waiting to get her hands back on a Hera's ship as she heads off to the ship to begin patching it up. Sal turns the rest of you and goes, All right, ladies, I believe we have the day to ourselves, so let's make the shore leave. You can enjoy anything about the island. This is the beach episode. You all wanted a beach episode for so long. Now here is finally the beach episode. I'm sorry. Two years into the podcast, she <laughs> oh. says. <laughs> what's, a, what's an episode? <laughs> what? Hmm. Awesome. Well, this this sounds great. I have found... You said that the island is rich with vegetation, correct? Yeah, extremely. I am a very skilled forager, and I have already taken out my hot plate and started to grill a medley of wild sea greens. You watch as Freya has like intertwined a bunch of palm fronds that have been left on the beach into a sea vegetation cage and has had it out on the shoreline this entire conversation and is now pulling it in to begin grilling it up way before the bonfire tonight. This is just like a fun little midday snack for you all. <laughs> you got it. As you have your time to explore the island or take up your own interests as you kind of watch as you're all turning around figuring out what to do. You're watching as Cameron is surveying Eve. As Eve is set upon the beach, you're watching her create little sandcastles on the beach herself. She's making them all, forming them by hand, uh, humming a like sad little Parisian tune as she's doing so. As you 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 look upon her and there's like a little bit of uplifting hope, but also at like at the very pit of your stomach there is like a solemn sadness as you're watching this woman, you know, slowly try to regain some childhood she's lost. I think as I see that, I look down at my hand and I have like almost like um obviously I've got the like scaly spots but I think almost like claws are like starting to protrude from my fingers and I like <sighs> like a little bit shocked that I hide it behind my back and I run and I'm like uh Cecily are there any 
ghosts here? Uh, that is a great question. You know, the ocean holds many ghosts. Um, but this island is full of festivities. I would not be shocked if there were a couple of accidents. Would you like me to take a look around and double check for you? Yeah, it's probably safe and stuff, but, uh, I mean, let's be, um, let's be even safer, huh? Great. Do you mind watching, uh, over me as I sit and concentrate? I'll take care of you, and I'll hold my knife up, <laughs> and, f- and then point it in the air like I'm, like I'm, I'm ready to hit a ghost. Great. Okay, I take <laughs> Jessica's hand, and I lead her to, like, the, like, tree line, and we sit under a palm tree, and I, like, grip her hand, maybe a little too tight, and I, like, close my eyes, and I'll commune with the Unseen. Perfect. Do you have to roll for communing? I think I do. Is that given to you? Perform a ritual, and then I roll plus spirit. So I give a dangerous Unseen a string on me, and then I roll. So, like, (laughs) Ooh, I definitely have ideas. Great. Incredible. Fantastic. God damn. I got an yeah. 11, and I haven't even put my spirit on there yet, which is a plus one. With a 12, we watch as Jessica, you do a really cute job of placing all of these fallen palm fronds around Cecily and this little circle around her so she is safe in her communing. As. You go into your little dark space, Cecily. Your eyes roll back into your head, and you're in the inky blackness of what is here in the all-sea. As far as spirits go, the island, it's got a few. A couple of workers have had some accidents over the time, so you, you get faint, faint calls of mishaps that have happened throughout time here on Dianus. But it's mostly, like party ghosts too like people who've just went too crazy partying died during the orgy oh no (laughs) Um, so these spirits are having the time of their life around you but as you're communing you feel something far off cool past the wood line oh behind me okay cool i'd love to like focus in a little bit more and like we're so I'll tell you what Cecily sees when she closes her eyes. It's like the darkness, yep. but then the outlines of everyone are in like a chalky white, but the people who are alive are very thin and like very faint. And then the ghosts are like filled in and like, I can see their like bodies and their clothes and like their spirits a bit more, like they shine brighter, but also their eyes are like completely white and very like open and scary but also very alluring but because i can see around me in this like weird darkness space i'll like push past that and like move backwards through the tree line and like try and widen my vision and see what i can see there you attempt to go as far into the forest as you can approaching this island the like large beach front seems to be the most inhabitable of the island where the large canopy of trees kind of extend back far for miles. So you you stretch your powers out as far as you go and Jessica, as you're watching, you felt this kind of cold breeze roll through the tree line as Cecily was doing this, but now you hear rustling in the leaves as it kind of moves through the rest of the forest. You go as far as your limits can take you, Cecily. It brings you into, let's say, about the midpoint of the island, 
where you don't see anything concrete. It's more noises at this point, as you can only see so far, uh, but you can hear a little bit further. And you do get distress. You're not sure exactly what these emotions are, but you know that it's heavy. It's like a few blocks away from you people are screaming. You don't know whether it's in pain or in pleasure, but you know far away there is a a huge eminence of spirit energy somewhere in this island. And at the same time, Marcus, I would love for you to roll spirit as well. Okay. Let's see what I have for that. Plus zero. Ten. With a ten as you're doing your best to protect Cecily. You've got your dagger out. You feel as your guard starts dropping a little by little. As you felt this like very nice emotion coming to this island, something about Dionys itself made you happy that you were going there ever since uh, Cecily kind of plotted the course to this specific island. But as the seance kind of continues, that breeze you felt kind of heads back to you, and there's this wilting little melody on the wind. And to you it sounds so sweet and so alluring, and extremely inviting. Can I... is it pointing me toward a direction? Yeah, it's just kind of... it's a little bit northeast of you, currently. I'll follow it. Yeah, as you kind of head deeper and deeper into the forest, Cecily, you come out of your commune as you go to port your findings back to Jessica. She's gone. (laughs) (laughs) As we'll cut away, we'll go back to Freya. How's grilling going for you? Grillmaster Freya. Grillmaster Freya, you know, I found some wild sesame. I don't know how sesame grows, but I found it wild and I'm making a delicious sauce. It grows in this world. It's like a mushroom, but the head of the mushroom is a bun, like a sesame bun. Yeah, Beach episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just having a blast finding all the all the edible plants and I keep on like I keep on like rushing over to Sean to like to like feed her. <laughs> like, try this. Isn't this good? Oh, try this. Mm. Yeah. I love the it's like a little bit caramelized. I'm not doing an accent. That's Kate. Uh, <laughs> Kate feels that way. Kate was fully immersed mm. in that role play. <laughs> Kate the can be said by a Viking, a hot Viking lady anytime. <laughs> Uh, mm, mm. As you are, you're feeding Sean, you hear a little pitter-patter in the sand uh, following you around uh, nearly since you've been here. <laughs> As Eve kind of pops up to you. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, could I try some, please? Oh, yeah, of course. You're going to love it. It's a wild sea greens. I don't know if you've ever been to this island, but I've seen these sea greens before. I've seen a lot of different kinds of greens. And I made this the sesame sauce. You got to try it. And I get like a big giant bite that's way too big for her. <laughs> and I offer it. I and I and I act like it's like a little train and I'm like I would definitely have you roll to connect for me. Okay, can I roll my hair? Yeah. Plus heart. Ooh, baby. That's looking good. Plus heart. That's minus one. 
It's looking all right. It's an eight. Uh, with an eight, this is one of your better attempts at connecting. <laughs> as there is, you know, the very hot moment as you try to feed someone too big of a spoonful. And as it, like, starts flowing out of Eve's mouth a little bit, you go like, oh no, you're spilling a little. So, like, you come up right under her lips to, like, help her make sure she gets all of it. <laughs> Gotta get all the sesame sauce. Yeah. How to get that um, As she's like trying to talk with her mouth. Oh, it's so. Oh, so delicious. Thank you. Yeah, I've never. Uh, back to your original point. I've never um, traveled a lot. Um, it always feels like I've been going uh, room to room. You know, the, the war started when I was very young. And I was locked away in France for quite some time. <laughs> No, it's fine to giggle at my backstory. It's totally not tragic. I'm sorry, I didn't mean. I just like the way you said France. <laughs> France is the literal name of it in this universe. It has the it has the schwa for a reason. Okay, but I like the way you say it. So oh, that's I, all I, was I mean, if you like the way I say it, um, I'll, I'll say it a bit more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I was traded away to Eucadia, and I was locked away there until I was 18. And uh, you notice how. She's kind of kept all of her royal garb on all of the voyage here. But you notice as she's on the sand, she is shoeless for the first time. You know, sand all up in her toes as she's trying to experience as much as possible. As you see that. <laughs> she's also been wearing the, the robe of the Order of the High Sun this entire time. Because you do have to hide her. She you did kidnap her for realsies as much as she wanted it. So she is like a quasi-fugitive. Uh, but you see that the robe is a lot more relaxed. You see some of her kind of very vibrant royal guard underneath. She has this very elaborate chest piece that has kind of fleur-de-lis patterns on it, uh, made of gold for protection. Cameron has her keep it on at all times, just in case. And she's wearing her crown about. It's this leafy crown that comes up around the sides of her temples, but does not meet in the center. As you continue feeding her, she shares all of this with you. You know, I phrase not very emotionally uh, connected. Uh, she kind of just listens intently while, while feeding Eve and also feeding herself. And she, she doesn't really know how to like provide her with uh, like comfort. Mm -hmm. So she's gonna uh, walk to the ocean real quick and pluck some wild sea grapes and yep, yep. offer the sea grapes to Eve and say, you know, you might have gone from room to room before, but now you're going beach to beach. <laughs> I'm going to have you roll for some emotional support so you can either choose heart or spirit. Okay. What's that mask? Good, that's good. Is that, those that's are fives, time, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read dice. <laughs> Great. What was it? Plus spirit one. or heart, your choice. Okay, so that that's a ten. All right. With a ten, as you emotionally support Eve in this way, you both gain a string on each other, and you watch as a little bit of the world gets taken off of Eve's shoulders. You see her drop her tense shoulders. Um, her eyes get a little bit brighter, and you can choose to either clear condition, mark XP, or take plus one forward. Uh, I'm gonna 
Or you can gain insight from me about an obstacle facing one of you. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that one. <laughs> um, but I'm going to go ahead and do plus one forward. Okay, perfect. As you enjoy in your sea-bound delicacies, we'll cut over to Sean. How are you doing? Uh, yeah, Sean probably... She, she probably fucked right off after uh, seeing... The steaming, the the steaminess of the feeding situation. That was the grossest way to describe that. Yeah. <laughs> Edit that out. That was fucking awful. You fucked right off after seeing the steaming pile of hot love shit they were making. <laughs> the absolute wet, fattest love shit. No, just a nice moist lump of love. I can't support any of this. Um, <laughs> this is. I'm not a part of this. Uh, I think she just kind of s- sidled away from this very sweet and um, wonderful sight. And <laughs> just like went a ways down the beach, probably. And it's a it's a beach, right? Um, yeah, yeah, she is probably just going to take all her clothes off and go oh, swimming. Yeah. And then lay in the sand, like kind of like bury herself in the sand a little. And like... Just, like, enjoy the beach. Camouflage with the ocean, so if any prey comes around, you can quickly snap. (laughs) And, yeah, she's just gonna, like, enjoy being totally just, like, very freeing, I guess. Yeah. As you're laying there naked on the beach, I want you to... I want you to roll plus wit for me. Okay, that's a nine. With your nine, you feel as high tide is slowly starting to roll in. So you feel as the waves kind of begin nibbling at your toesies for a little bit, and then they just kind of continue lapping over you, moving up your body, your your shins, your thighs, over your stomach, as the waves just kind of hit your neck, and that's kind of where high tide stops. But as... And then, like, a few late waves will lap over your face a little bit, and you'll get a quick, like, little view under the water. <laughs> no rustling of sand or anything, but you feel as the crisp, cool salt water kind of laps over your face like it's a Pantina commercial, and you're getting the makeup off flawlessly. Yes. <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. <laughs> as you look under the water, you get little glimpses of it, and... As the water kind of laps over you, you see for, like, just a second that something is approaching you in the water. Whoa! And as you sit up, you watch as something comes directly in between your legs. As (laughs) a spear. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) A spear launches itself through the air in between your legs. Pinning down, yeah, a small shark. Kayla's <gasps> right, with her bit. <laughs> Dracula at the end there. <laughs> as Cameron pulls up the spear, as the, the, the smaller, the shore sharks, as they call them, uh, is still kind of wriggling for life, Cameron takes it off, wounded, and throws it back into the ocean. Oh, oh no. Next time you do that, 
keep it, I'm sure Freya would love to uh, to to grill it up. She's quite <laughs> quite good on the grill. If I if I don't say so myself, I am sure Freya would rather love to hunt for her prey mm. than just simply have it handed over to her. No, you're that. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> I also I um I guess thank you for uh this uh, for saving me from that little shock. I didn't really think about sharks. I guess there are sharks. Yeah, it uh, must be difficult when you are away from home, unknowing of foreign waters. Yeah. Uh I mean, it's uh there are things that are difficult, but there are things that are so much better. But this, I couldn't... I mean, look at me. I am naked on a beach. <laughs> couldn't do this in Eucadia at all. Ever. It's incredible. <laughs> I mean, there are sharks uh, that also probably wouldn't have happened in Eucadia, but that probably because I would have just been in a castle somewhere doing something boring. Sean, I want you to mark one down on your tradition track as you kind of enjoy this freeness, not being a proper lady, as Cameron looks as though they have a sarcastic remark to make, something to belittle this moment from you in freeness, as you kind of do get a glance around, as, like, there's tons of naked people on this beach. People are living their life. It's a retirement community. They're fucking, they're having the time of their lives. As Cameron goes to point this out, they're like, you're not special. Like, people do this when you're not a princess, you know? As... <laughs> but they, they hold it within themselves. They pick the uh, spear out of the water and go, I am glad that you are able to express yourself the way you want it. Uh, I think it's been something I really needed. I should have left. should have left long ago, and I didn't. But I think this is better. I think this life is better. As there is a very bitter look against Cameron's face. One that reads to you of too little too late. As she slings her spear over her shoulder. Begins turning away but still talking to you over her shoulder. I will not go easy on you in this night fight tonight. I hope you know. Darling, you never do. You can't see her, but you can hear the smile on her face. She trapes the sand. We cut back to the heart of the forest as, Jessica, you're still following the song that's on the wind. As you get to this clearing of trees, you are surrounded by them. But you hear multiple voices giggling around you. Can I look around cautiously? Holding my knife close to my chest. You hear one voice from behind you. Oh, what are you going to do? Prick us? As you spin around towards that voice, another voice behind you goes, Wouldn't you just rather play with us? As you turn around once again, another voice behind you. We mean no harm. We truly do not. We just we want to play. Okay. What kind of game? As out of the shadow... Step about four to five. Younger looking girls like yourself, Jessica. They look a lot like you. Different skin colors, but you'll notice the same color pattern under their eyes. Something that looks almost scale-like. 
different colors. Some have pink under their eyes, some yellow, a red and a blue. As they all come dress out in these, like, very kind of mesh white dresses. What do you like to play? I think I'm going to reach out my hand and see if someone touches my hand. Oh, you definitely, all four of them come up to you. As they all, like, take your hand, like, very gently. And you feel against your skin, probably, to the first of your knowledge, hands that feel like yours. Just slightly scaly to the touch. I would like to use my move. Shameless. So... I think that when you touch a siren, you kind of bound to them forever, right? So I think they gain a little bit of you and you gain a little bit of them. So uh, my move is that I ask them to do something. It's And then I gain, they gain a string on me, but I get to ask a free question from figure out a person. Go ahead. You have, just so the listeners know the questions. What are your feelings towards them? What do you hope to get from them? How can I get you to blank? Who do you love the most, and how would you feel if I blank? How would you feel if I was a monster? They ponder for a second, and then you kind of watch as collectively all of their hearts sink into their stomachs. As the the tallest among them, she has very pale skin and pink scales under her eyes, comes up to you and kind of dwarfs you in height, but... She slowly extends her hand as if she's going, like, around your, like, to grace your cheek. But then she goes around your head and brings you into a hug. And as you're kind of pressed into her bosom, she goes, None of us are monsters here. I want to sing. You begin singing a song that is not of your own memory, Jessica. As you just kind of sing what your heart knows. And they all kick in in harmony with this song. Wow. Then, like, still holding on to your hand, kind of leads you, giggling along through the forest as it eventually slowly starts getting lower, kind of bit more downhill, until you come upon this hidden grotto. You see the kind of shoal steps leading into this boundless water as this underwater cavern rests at the bottom there. You see it's kind of dark in the center of it, but all around and looking deeper into the cavern, you see it's all lit up with bioluminescence. Sort of looks like an eye if you were looking at it. But you see in the water splashing about, about like ten more of these girls around your age swimming about and having a great time. I think immediately (laughs) I know what to do when I just run, just break into a run and then dive into the water. (laughs) You dive into the water as multiple girls you've never met come and begin swimming around you. I'm going to have you roll to blow off steam for me, which is going to be plus heart or spirit. Oh, okay. I'll use heart. It is 11. With an 11, you can gain a you gain a string with everyone here, and you can also choose one of the following. You can clear a condition, mark XP, or plus one forward. I'll mark XP. And this is a question I'll ask throughout the campaign, because it is relevant, because this is your choice. Are you smitten with any of these these girls? Has any of them caught your eye? I don't, I don't think so. Okay. As you're swimming and having the time of your life. Dennis, so when I yeah. reduced my tradition, could I have um, counted that as, like, repudiating a commandment and establishing a conviction? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I got rid of the conviction or the commandment 
always cover your sinful body. <laughs> no, um, perfect. No. <laughs> and, fully broken away from that. Yeah. <laughs> and um, made the conviction of freedom of expression. Wonderful. As Cecily, you awaken out of your trance. And as the the cold vibrations and the chalk outlines of ghost spirits fade away from your view, you open your eyes to see that Jessica's just gone. You assume that she went and just went to enjoy the island frivolities that there are around. And it gives you a, a moment to be alone and to yourself. So I assume we can find you somewhere on the beach, maybe probably in a more shaded area. I'll say that, like, a lot of the, like, cabanas are lifted, um, so you can, like, be under the deck of a cabana in shade, but still, like, (laughs) enjoying the beach itself. I think I take a moment to reflect on, like, what I saw when I was, um, kind of trancing, and I know that I got a weird feeling from near the center of the island, so I think I'm gonna wander over and find, like, the person I know who will be the best fighter because I need someone strong. Um, and I go find Freya and probably mosey out, find a big sun hat first, put it on uh, so we don't burn, then mosey out onto the beach where Freya's probably cooking and see Freya and Sean and be like, oh, it is good to see both of you. Uh, do you want to take a little adventure with me? A little detour? to the island. I've heard uh, there's some interesting things in the middle. Yeah, I'm, all, I'm always I'm always down for an adventure. You know me. And I got a lot of food in my stomach, so I have some energy to burn off. <laughs> yeah, you want to work off all those galleries. Um, I think that would be a, a fun adventure for us to go see what is back there. I also do not have any weapons. May I borrow one from you? <laughs> yeah, no problem. Um, and I'm I'm gonna um, you know, cause I've done I've done the garter thing. I don't want to do the garter thing again. So I'm gonna kind of lift my my I don't really know the mechanics of my shirt, but I'm gonna kind of <laughs> flip it open a little bit and pull a pull a, a dagger out. And uh, it's it's a little bit warm because it was up against my tits, but it's very sharp. So, it's a great weapon. Go ahead. <laughs> Cecily takes it from her, and, like, her Cecily's hand brushes Freya, and as soon as, like, they touch, like, a cold shock goes through the metal, and the metal instantly turns cold instead of being warm. Um, and it's, like, that weird little, like, what's happening? And Cecily quickly, like, takes it and puts it in a pocket. As you feel a little tug... On your shirt, Freya, you see Eve right next to you, who's been helping your little unappointed sous chef. Um, so do you want me to just keep on cooking while you go? Um, I tried to learn as much as I can in these, like, past previous hours, but I don't, I don't feel confident enough to do all this by myself. Do you want me to, like, uh, come with, or? (laughs) You're your own woman, you know? You can do you can do anything you want. I feel like you have the skills. You have the skills to cook. Maybe maybe you could do a little freestyle. Just make something of your own invention. But I mean, I won't be mad if you come along. I'm going to have you roll plus either heart or spirit for emotional support because you said something very impactful to Eve right there. 
Oh, um, that's gonna be a nine. Yes, I guess I I am my own woman. I can do whatever I want. And since she opened up to you, you can either clear condition, mark EXP, gain plus one forward, or gain insight from the GM about an obstacle facing one of you. Uh, I'm gonna clear one of my conditions. Because right now I'm angry. and Well, I have angry and guilty marked down. So, I'm going to clear one. Probably guilty. Yeah, as... As you feel some of the stress you've felt about this adventure thus far, and you, uh, does, does Freya know that Eve is obviously into her? Freya, I don't think that Freya has really any idea. I think that <laughs> she sees the princess as just a pretty friendly gal, because Freya's just never, she's never been one for romance. She's kind of a lone wolf and has always been a little stupid about that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I think she's oblivious. Yeah. So then it's mostly about guilt, you know, letting your friends down as you feel this being absolved. As you can tell, there's like a nice little lightness to Eve now after you've you've kind of reignited the fact that she is her own woman. She's on her own journey right now. It's not something that's being forced upon by her mother or the queen of Eucadia either. She's, for all intents and purposes, all alone, even amongst you. But it's up for you guys to, to forge those bonds. But she feels the sense of freedom as she continues cooking. And as you begin to head off, she goes, like, just make sure you're back before the bonfire tonight. Um... I just want to make sure everything is good and up to your standards, Freya. Can do! I'll be back. I promise. <laughs> uh, Eve begins uh, preparing some of the dinner for the bonfire. You head off into the forest and you're just tracking towards the center of island, correct, Cecily? Yeah, I think we're... Like, occasionally I'll close my eyes and like <clears throat> reposition us as to where I felt that forest before. We're gonna have a stagger here. Something's gonna happen. How many conditions do both Cecily and Freya have at the current moment? Cecily has two. Okay, so you're both in the zero to three conditions. As you're traipsing through the forest, as you get closer and closer to the Siren's Grotto, eventually you start running into traps that have been set up along the island, and a lot of these spirits you find guiding you, Cecily, are victims of these traps as uh, a basic bamboo pit, a, a rope snare in the tree kind of classic trap happens. With your zero to three conditions, you both have to choose one of the following. You lash out at someone whose regard matters to you, provoke them to do something foolish or harmful, and take advantage of a string on them if you have one. You either hesitate or stumble and the opposition gains an opportunity, or you grin and bear the blow and mark two conditions. Might be fun to be bitches. <laughs> I, I really don't want another condition, so I think, like, the heat is starting to get to Cecily, and in all of, like, the... Whenever she's, like, trying to concentrate on finding the right directions, Freya's just, like, tramping around, and not in, like, a horribly loud way, but just enough that it, like, starts really getting on Cecily's nerves. And then Cecily, I'm sure, is just, like, being too weak and too fragile for like the <laughs> forest 
um, and like absolutely just eating shit on the ground and Frey has to keep picking her up. Yeah, I think it's a combination of also like Cecily is like after the first trap, Cecily's on the lookout for traps and Freya is just like no thoughts walking through the forest and before Cecily can be like, hey, there's a little line there, don't step on it. Freya's like, what? Initiating the fucking double log trap and it uh, really <laughs> This odd pair situation begins uh, blowing up on the both of you if you want to exchange words as you're about halfway through the forest now. Do you mind slowing down a little bit? It is getting um uh, a little dangerous for me. And I know you are incredibly strong, but uh, maybe we should be a smidge more careful in what we decide to do. Well, it's kind of taken a while. I just want to get to where we're supposed to go. I mean, we have a we have a banquet to have, some food to eat, and we have to get back to people. So, why don't we just get going? I don't understand. You are you are right. You are right. We do have people to find and things to do. Uh, I just would not like to return broken and bloody. Okay, well, you should probably find your footing then and stop falling everywhere, because that's not my fault that you got bloody knees. You're the one that doesn't know how to walk in the mud. You are... you are correct, my uh, large friend. This is not my usual uh, stomping ground. As, like, she's, like, trying to pull her feet out of the mud that she's, then, like, I guess into. since uh, part of that option you chose is to provoke them to do something foolish or harmful. Yeah, after that exchange, Cecily starts to try and keep up with Freya, mm-hmm. and like, like as soon as she, she like falls down, <laughs> she's like getting back up um, and like essentially running next to Freya's long strides because um, of her shorter legs, uh, <laughs> and probably <laughs> does something stupid. Yeah, and I, I was also gonna position that since Timing-wise, Freya needs to get back to the bonfire. Maybe you just have enough of this shit and turn tail. Leave Cecily to her own devices. I'm getting kind of hangry, I feel. It's been around... How long have we been here? Probably 40 minutes? A few hours! What? As, like, time trapes on through this forest. <laughs> what? There's a lot of traps to deal with. <laughs> yeah, alright, I'm getting the fuck out of here. L- listen, listen, Cecily. <laughs> Respectfully. Um, I think that if I'm being such a big clunky burden and I'm, and I'm, and I'm being too fast and I'm, maybe I should just go back, you know, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to ruin anything for you. And you know what? I can, I can almost smell the seagrass being sauteed. So, um, I, I need some in my life now. I'm just, I'm just going to go. All right. But thanks. Thanks for the invite. Cecily's face, like, fully just goes blank and, like, stares at you for, (laughs) like, what feels like eternity. But it's, in reality, just, like, 15 seconds. And it's like, if that is how you feel, that is fine. I do not take very kindly to deserters. So if you want to do this, it is your choice. Just know that I will remember this. And turns tail and keeps just blindly walking through the forest. I'm gonna, I'm gonna yell after you. I'm gonna be like, the only deserter that I am is a person that makes desserts, and you can go ahead and and say goodbye to your sweet treat tonight, because everybody's getting dessert but you. 
since you don't want to be a deserter. <laughs> and then I'm going to run away. Right. Uh, do Cecily and Freya have strings with each other currently? I don't have no. one, Freya. I don't. Good. I would take it away at this point. <laughs> <laughs> negative string. You all have a negative string with each other. And you can write this down. You can remember this moment as negative string. the prompt Cecily will remember that prompts up on the screen like a telltale game. <laughs> as we cut over to Jessica, as you're just having a wonderful time just swimming around with the other sirens, they keep on talking about how their leader is on a hunt and she'll be back soon, but you should really meet the leader. But I'm going to have you, as you're playing around with the other sirens, I'm going to have you roll plus wit for me. (laughs) Great. Okay. I have none, but I got a two. With your two, Jessica, you don't really notice as you're floating around playing with the other sirens that some of them are turning into their monster form and leaving the grotto itself, seemingly hunting down something that is approaching the grotto. You just keep on playing since you don't notice Great. <laughs> as we cut back over to Cecily, as you are getting closer and closer to these strong emanations you felt earlier you get the sense that you're being watched, not by the usual spirits that plague you, but by something alive. That's fun. I think I'm gonna one more time, like, kind of uh, trance and see um, if I'm for sure going in the correct direction. So, kind of stupidly, she stands in the center of, like, a clearing um, and just, yeah. like, hands out just like waiting like and has to close her eyes for this so it's a little dumb mm-hmm. um but like fully intends to not like be trancing for very long um but then gets so enticed by the number of spirits that are so close to her that it's really distracting and she stays in there a little too long as you hear from the spirits they all this uh these spirits are seem to be of a type around here, as you notice that they are all small, younger-seeming women, roughly around Jessica's age. A lot of them, you can tell from the, the spirit persist with how they died, and you see a lot of spirits drowning in the near vicinity. That's fun. Um. As you notice, like, not, but like, 50 feet out. You can see the the tree line. As you're in this clearing, the tree line does kind of end a little bit further, and there's a little cliff bluff ahead of you. You can't see what's on the other side of this cliff, but you notice, like, the the grass and the detritus from the trees just kind of ends, and it gets a lot rockier. Um, But then you see, like, around it, like, a concentric circle of spirits along that that shoreline. And all the spirits look human, correct? Yes. Great. So I guess, as I say, we'll try and break the trance. And, like, shakes it off and tries to, like, slowly move forward and maybe try to defy disaster. I don't think anything happens yet, so you won't have to roll for that. As you crest over, you see that it slowly becomes this kind of shoal beach that acts as stepping uh, stones. As you see this giant underground cavernous hole, there's a body of water. And when you look into the grotto, you only see Jessica. 
And Jessica, you kind of surface, you breach the water a little bit, and you're like laughing, having played a game underwater. Uh, and then you go to look around, and you realize like all of the other sirens are gone. Hello. Uh, I had some I had some new friends here that I was gonna uh, introduce everyone to, but uh, I guess they're gone. Like peeking her head out, so slowly go, Jessica, Jessica, come up, come here. I need I need you to get out of the pool. Are you sure the water's awesome? You should come in. Ah, and like slowly starts like cronk shuffling like through the side (laughs) of the thing to get a little bit closer but like nowhere near the water just like going down the side of the cliff to get like closer to jessica but not the water i'll i'll go to like like you know when when you're in the pool and the other person's not in the pool and you come Mm -hmm. up and just rest your arms on the side (laughs) but you don't want to leave the water yep (laughs) as you you pop over Cecily, you see the kind of, like, bioluminescence of the lake keeps it very bright, even though it's much uh, later in the night, now that you've made it to the, the Siren's Grotto. And then I will have you, now, as you get closer to Jessica on the edge, roll to defy disaster with spirit. Cool, cool, cool. Then that's a ten. Ooh. All right. With a 10, as you start talking with Jessica, you ignore this because you're entranced in the conversation, and Jessica, you also ignore this because you're very used to this, but like a wilting melody kind of floats over the water. Uh, A sweet, sweet song of a ballad, and you can hear it, well, you don't pay attention to it, but it is in the trees behind you over by the shoreline and also coming from the water inviting you in but then as these siren powers are starting to activate you not fully going into your trance mode the the spirits begin appearing again of these young drowned girls warning you of this song which keeps you aware which is super fun because that only happens in like bad situations so it's like i'm <laughs> focusing on jessica and then i start seeing like little ghostly bodies and i'm like hmm yeah. Jessica, what did you... Uh, who are these friends that you wanted us to meet? Yeah, I know. Isn't this beautiful? And I'll, sh- like, gesture around to the, like, underground cave. And uh, I think it goes deeper into a cave complex or something. My new friends from the forest showed it to me. It is very beautiful. Uh, do you... Are your friends around? Or did they leave you? Did they tell you where they were going? Uh, are you sure they are real? Uh, I don't know. I guess they could not be real, but otherwise, they seemed really nice. And I, like, look at my hand where there's, like, slight scaling, and I'm like, they're, um, a lot like me. Well, I'm glad you found people that are like you and that you can relate to. That is very exciting. So I do think we should return to the beach soon. Um, for no reason. None at all. I think you would enjoy the bonfire festivities, and... Maybe when there is more daylight, we can come back and meet your friends again with um, gifts for them. Maybe food and snacks that they will like. I guess I am getting kind of hungry, but I kind of want to see where it goes. Do you want to? Let's see how far we can swim down and um, see if this opens into more caves. And then we'll go back, I promise. Oh, okay. And like carefully folds. Like, puts her little sun hat down, um, and, like, sets stuff on the beach, and, like... I'm gonna have you 
Yeah, I'm gonna have you roll plus wit for me there, so that's Great. Stupidest <laughs> <laughs> the idea that I've ever heard. Oh, no. <laughs> oh great. Um, that's a four. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mark experience, nothing tells you that this is a terrible idea. <laughs> Great. This is a wonderful <laughs> idea, Jessica. I will need you to hold my hand because I am not a very strong swimmer. <laughs> but I will be there for you because you are my friend and I want you to have a good time and get to see uh, this lovely cave. Though right after that, I think we should return. Awesome. I- I'm gonna I'm going to introduce you to everybody. I don't know their names, but we'll figure it out together. <laughs> oh, that's a great sign. And then you just like, pull her under. <laughs> As you, uh, <laughs> you pull her into the water, you splash down. You sink down a little bit as the, the weightlessness water grants you. Takes over your body, Cecily. Ooh, fuck. I'm, I'm going to have to stagger you again, actually. I'm really sorry about this. Something about being immersed in cold water brings back something from your past that you really don't like. Great. <laughs> so once again, the same since you're still at zero to three conditions. You can either lash out, be a bitch, uh, hesitate, and the opposition gains an opportunity, or mark two conditions. I think it's it'll probably be hesitation. Because that Perfect. seems to fit well of like, as like the water fully submerges under her head, or like mm-hmm. her hand just like freezes in Jessica's and like grips it so tight and her eyes are huge and wide and just like starting to not breathe correctly <laughs> um, but like yeah. is getting dragged along by Jessica. Yeah, as something about being plunged into dark cold water activates a very triggering memory for you and you, you freeze up you choke a little bit as you kind of let go of your remaining air very early on as you're also shocked to see Traditionally, the bioluminescence is what would allow you to see in this cave, but you specifically, Cecily, see that the bottom of this cave is extremely lit, and not by bioluminescent, uh, like, flora and fauna, but instead by the countless spirits that were dragged down to the bottom. They're, like, aetherish, light blue, ghostly forms reach out with you with their outstretched hands as you see there are hundreds of drowned spirits here and around that time that you're you're choking on water you're having a panic attack you see all these drowned girls you finally get to meet all of jessica's friends however they are all in their siren forms as you see countless sea siren monsters surrounding you as Jessica, you can hear over the water in their hushed tones. She's not one of us. Not one of us. She'll sink down to the bottom, like the rest of them. Get down to the bottom. Come, Jessica, play with us. This is our favorite game. As they begin encompassing and swirling around Cecily, uh, grabbing at her, trying to break the grip that you have on that, or that Jessica has on Cecily. I think, I think back to when we first arrived on the beach and I felt kind of weird when we first got to this island. And for whatever reason, I wanted to just, as an excuse, ask Cecily if there were any ghosts here. Just like, I don't know, to get some help or something. But then, when I heard the song, I let go of her hand and left. (laughs) So I think this time I look at our hands that are, you know, holding onto each other and I'm like, um, 
I'm going to keep holding onto her hand if I can. Yeah, you keep holding onto her hand. You do look at Cecily and you see like, oh, she's not a siren. She can't breathe underwater and she's having a panic attack. So she's just breathing water in at the moment. <laughs> so what would you like to do? <laughs> um, I think as I look around, there's just a bunch of siren monsters around me. Um, I can see we might not be as similar as I had originally thought. Um, so I'm can going to swim back up a little bit. Yeah, of course. Is Jessica in her beast form right now? Or is she still looking human? Does Cecily see a human holding her hand? Or Jessica as a siren? I think I'm still human. I think Cecily's yeah. keeping me human. But I think I would have gone up at least a little bit. I'll probably be at like a two in terms of feral. But that's out of four, so. Yeah. So like a couple of dorsal fins pop out of her, but she still retains a lot of her human likeness. Uh, as you try to float up towards the top with Cecily, Jessica, I'm going to have you to roll to defy disaster for me. You can either choose daring or grace for this roll, depending on you want to strong arm the other sirens or just kind of slip through without trying to fight with them. Who's really? Jessica. Me? Um, Jessica. Yeah, you're in control. I will try to... Cecily's drowning. What are the two stats? There's no sign of land. (laughs) You are coming down with me. What are the two stats? Hand and unlovable hand. And I hope you die. I hope you both die. (laughs) Fuck. And I got a five. Wonderful. Take experience. As I will have... You're still able to give Cecily the room to surface. Essentially, as you're swimming around all of these other sirens very deftly, as you're not, like, full siren form, and, like, the more beastly you are, a little bit slower you are in the water, as you're able to essentially just yeet Cecily out of the water as you get close to the surface. But this is due to the fact that you're, like, trying to raise her to the surface, and, like, just before you breach as well, a bunch of the other siren girls grab onto your legs and keep you out of the water. So the, the motion of those two allow you to yeet Cecily up, but drag you back down as the sirens begin dragging you down. Jessica, why don't you want to play with us? It's a fun game, I swear. I I do, but I don't think my other friends can come down here. Are, are we not your friends? You're like us. Take me to your leader. As you get... They keep their their hands on you as they're kind of like forcefully dragging you. As they mentioned before, their leader was on a hunt, but you do see that these... You were right, it's an underground cavern system. It even tunnels off towards the other side of the island, so it's like a full riverway underwater uh, that allows the sirens to leave, but the, the grotto itself is like a little makeshift home. And I'm gonna have you... Roll plus either spirit or wit for me. I'll do spirit. That's a six. <laughs> God. Mark experience again, as you're absolutely killing it. We'll uh, <laughs> quickly cut over to, to Cecily, who's been yeeted upon the shoal rocks of the grotto. You're, like, struggling to breathe as you're, like, vomiting up water. Yeah, I'm, like, coughing at water, but, like, trying to turn so I can see what the lake is, and it looks, like, it's so dark out now that, like, I can barely see, and, like, the water is, you know, choppy and from all the movement underneath, and, like, looking down, I, like, like move to go back, and I realize that's a horrible idea, and I just, like, a horrible idea. 
like bend over, yell down into the water and be like, I'll find you. We will always find you. You are family. I'll be back. And then I just like straight up start running through the forest. No clothes. <laughs> or like I have my dress, my wet little white dress and like nothing else on me. The dagger's back there. I don't. Yeah. And I start eating through the forest blindly. As you, you're semi-nude running through the forest. This greatly disturbs all the animals. A large flock of birds flies up. As night falls on the island, the bonfire is being set up as the <laughs> Eucadian knife fight is drawing yes. nearer and nearer. <laughs> what is what is Freya up to during the bonfire? Oh, you know Freya's working that grill on the bonfire. <laughs> you know she's cooking up because there's so like there's so many veggies all around. You know, Freya loves some meat, but she's not afraid to go a little vegetarian and these people are kind of fancy so they love a vegetarian menu i figure it wouldn't help uh it, it would probably help to carry the favor of maria um yeah. by cooking her a delicious meal so uh yeah freya's freya's working the grill and and f- flipping flipping things into people's plates and everything yeah you watch as joyously the workers who have been patching up hair's vindication and even maria herself are happy going through this little soup kitchen you've made for the island as your cute little sous chef Eve is helping you along uh, with preparation and serving food along with along with you as you continue doing that the everyone grabs a plate from the cookout and heads over to the main event as on the the south side of the fire nearer to the shoreline we watch as everyone's setting up for the Eucadian knife fight as we watch as ceremoniously a few of the retirees and workers um, who have been to Eucadia before are ready and eager to help as they take out four ceremonial knives as both you and or as both Sean and Cameron take up the position as you stand extremely close to each other As you extend your right foot back out, you feel the cold ching and maybe even a small slice as they drop two of these ceremonial daggers at your heel. As they hand the other two, one to you, Sean, and the other to Cameron. As you keep your heel extended out in this kind of lunge position as... Cameron holds out her left hand, and she's holding it out like to sh- like to shake it or something. You 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 know the the ways yeah. of the Eucadian knife. Okay, fight. yeah. Uh, Sean reaches her hand out very gently, actually. <laughs> you gently and gingerly hand out your hand as Cameron grasps your left hand very tightly, as both of you have your knives in your right hand, as Maria. Well, Maria wouldn't really know, so one of the Eucanian retirees kind of pipes up. Welcome all to our glorious tradition, the Eucanian knife fight. Each competitor may stay only where they are, no further out than where the blades are at their heels. As you notice, there is no room to run away. This is a close, close combat sort of thing. Both competitors must also be joined at one hand. If you've ever seen the traveling show West Side Story, 
<laughs> Those are all words that exist in pirate times, so it's just West Side Story. Uh, you know what a knife fight looks like as <laughs> you are hand-in-hand hand with Cameron. The other knives have hands in them as you go out. Are you making the first move, Sean? Yeah, Sean is going to try to, still holding her hand, she's going to go from her like very kind of dainty grip to like as strong of a grip as she can muster, which is probably not as strong as Cameron's. Um, but she's going to grip her hand really hard and try to like spin her mm -hmm. and then try to like wrap her arm around her sort of as she spins her with her knife. I don't think it's going to work, but... Your timid attitude in the beginning to this kind of strong first move. We're going to count this as a feint from the expanded fight moves. So I'm going to have you roll plus wit for me. Okay. That is a ten. All right. As Eucadian knife fights go, they are a bit of a song and a dance. As it is a tango with knives, as you're yes. kept in this very small position between each other. There's nothing to do but spin around as you spin Cameron into yourself and go to hold up the knife to her throat. You feel resistance before you can even make it there and make your idle threats, as Cameron has already quickly pointed her knife upwards to block mm -hmm. her own blade as she uh, turns her head a little bit as far as she can go uh, to cock it towards you and attempt to whisper a sweet nothing in your ear, even though she's a little bit further away. But it's very, like, James Bond, damsel and James Bond over the shoulder. Uh, you're going to have to do better than that, as she is going to go and dip under you. <laughs> she It is not as fancy as when Cameron does it, as she is essentially lifting you up it um, gets you points reduced in Dancing with the Stars. You know they hate lifts. As mm. <laughs> she lifts you up over her shoulder, spins you around a little bit, uh, and then kind of drops you on the ground. And then I'm going to have you choose a condition for Okay. Um, I think probably maybe insecure, but it's something not because I'm, like, jealous. But just because I, like, this is maybe one of the first times that I'm really, um, like, having a tete-a-tete -tete with uh, Cameron sent for in, like, a long time. So I think I'm just, like, pretty nervous, pretty insecure, especially as I'm being lifted and then thrown on the, and then, like, thrown on the ground. <laughs> yeah. As you fall to the white sand below, your face comes dangerously near one of the marker daggers that's been stuck into the sand. Um, as you get a small nick on your cheek as you fall by the blade, you look up to Cameron as she extends her hand to help you up. Uh, I don't take her hand. Instead, I kind of like roll in the dirt and like pop up. And then I'm going to like brush my <laughs> hand across my cheek look at it and then like kind of grin at her and say something witty maybe i won't say anything i don't know you kate is nervous kate is insecure <laughs> reference back to your um, conversation earlier uh, uh, uh princesses can um fuck <laughs> princesses can fuck Prince, princesses yeah. can Moral fuck story, yeah eve is in the background <laughs> like yes i love this one princesses 
Scam princess is scam fuck. She starts that, trying see, to get the chant going. Uh, yeah, that's what I say. We, 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 we. Um, and then I guess I'll say, oh, I don't. I have nothing witty to say. I'm just gonna like try to kind of like maybe like faint in towards her, like mm-hmm. jab at her a couple times, but really, but then kind of like dip low and try to like swipe her legs out from under her. Yeah, you begin this dance as you do a couple stabs. She swiftly and deftly turns to her side, dodging your blade. As you go to sweep the legs, she jumps over it. Uh, I believe it was I who taught you that one. As you get into the full dance of this, as everyone is enamored watching your blades cling against each other as you are well-matched and versed to this you get into a tight moment where you're both interlocked. You've got one hand on her dagger arm. She has one hand on your your dagger arm, and you're kind of interlocked in that X as you come close to each other in between both of your blades, in between that, that center in the X. As she comes to you, she, she has, like, she's had her Zulu aspect activated this entire time, so she's had those cat-like eyes, and that's why she's been able to react to most of your moves. But you watch as her kind of cat eyes shift back into normal human ones. There's, like, she has the the, war, the white war paint under her face, usually glows when she's using her aspect, uh, but it starts to, to faint out as she drops for a moment and goes, You could have come with me. We could have avoided this life altogether. Darling, I didn't know. I didn't... Losing you opened my eyes in ways that I didn't know were possible before you were gone. I wish I had gone with you then, but I didn't know. I am going to have you roll plus either heart or spirit for emotional support. Well, I have a minus two to emotional support right now because I'm still guilty from the fight <laughs> last time. Oh no! This is what I wanted. Ah! Ooh. Okay. Well, I rolled a six, so that's a four. Yeah. Take more experience. <laughs> more than that experience, Sean. The failure. You try to reach out to Cameron once again. You let me go once. Do not think I am so easily recaptured. As she drops her dagger around, she does the cool ass fucking Winter Soldier drop the knife, yes. re-grab it yes. again. <laughs> knife choreography. As she pierces your side. So much so you take a step back as you wince in pain and you make your way out of the the ring quote unquote the like two feet you needed to be outside of it as one of your feet pass the the ceremonial daggers in the sand as everyone begins alighting and cheering that the fight is done and i'm gonna have you roll plus wit to see if you can if you can sense what's going on here i don't because i rolled two ones (laughs) (laughs) Uh, take another experience oh my god (laughs) <laughs> do you have do you have angry marked kate nope Should you're I? angry now <laughs> as someone you loved in the past and maybe even still love seemed to go out of their way to injure you she easily could have just pushed you out of the ring she didn't have to stab you as well 
as everyone's kind of enjoying the frivolity, everyone just kind of begins making out in the crowd, um, enjoying themselves. They're having a good time. It's nearly orgy time as Cameron begins stepping towards you. Sean steps away. She doesn't, like, walk away. But, like, as Cameron comes towards her, she just, like, every step Cameron comes towards her, she takes a step back. Uh, Cameron had her, like, hand reaching out towards you, like she was going to grab you in some sort of way. But as she watches you retreat from her, uh, she recoils her hand back. You see the, the sadness on her face. And then it's quickly broken into her normal stalwart appearance. As she, she quells down those emotions, she then throws the knife that hurt you in the sand. It sticks into the shoreline, and she kind of heads off along the opposite side of the, the shore and just kind of walks on her own for a while. She, Sean's just going to watch her go, and then she's going to, clutching her side, go over to the, to the grill. <laughs> you head to the grill where... Eve watches this all kind of happen and turns to Freya. I think my friend is not doing so well. Do you mind if I go and see if she is okay? Freya can't answer because her mouth is full. So she just kind of goes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I, will, I won't go if you need me for anything. Do you need me? Or? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. You, okay. Um... <laughs> You watch as Eve kind of dejectedly walks along the coastline to go <laughs> meet up with Cameron. As we have a meeting of the people who struck out right now. <laughs> as Sean, you get to the grill. You see Freya with her mouth stuffed. Oh, Freya, darling. You know, can you... Uh, you really... You, you gotta either stop stringing that beautiful young lady along, or... Or, or do. Shoot, that didn't come out like I wanted it to. I'm losing a lot of blood, it turns out. Uh, ow. Fuck. Women, am I right? Fuck. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. And then I'm gonna rip off a piece of fabric from my dress and uh, fashion it into a little, uh, a little bandage for ya. Yeah. I'm gonna turn to her and I'm gonna say, how, how, how do you go about living on a ship with someone who has broken your heart and who you have also broken their heart for a while while also protecting a princess who is quasi-kidnapped. How, how do you do that? That's a tough one. This is the very first ship with a crew that I haven't cannibalized. So I don't know if I'm mm. the one to answer this question. You're right, but you're right. So you wouldn't recommend cannibalism? Um, or would you? I guess I don't. I think that it works in sticky situations, but mm. I don't. Mm. I wouldn't go around willy nilly doing it. Yeah, I didn't but think it I did make it. I'm gonna pull out. I'm gonna pull out a plate with like a whole fucking rabbit on it, mm. and I'm gonna be like, I made it, just like, just like back home. You you always used to love your roast rabbit. You always talk about it. So I do love a good coney. <laughs> do you got any potatoes? I always have potatoes, and then I like pick up a pan from the from the bonfire that's full of like uh, roasted potatoes, Ugh. and I just I like get a little spatula and I flip them onto your plate. This is okay. Just I'm gonna have you uh, roll for some emotional support. So either heart or spirit. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's gonna be a seven. Okay. <laughs> With a seven, if they open up to you. So this is your decision, Kate, if Sean is mm. gonna open up. I mean, they really already have, so I'll take that. But if you want to open up more, you can. Uh, in which you'll get options with a seven to nine. I think, yeah, Sean just starts kind of like eating at some potatoes and some of the, some rabbit and just says, you know, it's funny because I never felt, I felt so much more comfortable on Hera's vindication than she came along, right? That like now she's here and I'm never comfortable. I don't know how to be comfortable around her anymore. <sighs> now, Kate, you can either clear a condition mark at EXP or take plus one forward. Or gain insight from an obstacle facing one of you. Mm. Mm. I might... I'm going to clear a condition because I have three conditions right now and that just seems yeah, like fair. a lot. Um, but I don't know which one I'm going to I also to feel make. like you, you, as you choose that, you opened up twice, so I'm going to give you another option, as you'll gain some insight about a situation that's happening to one of you. Everyone on the beach watches as this large flock of birds make their way out from the center of the island, as if there's a disturbance out there. Back to Jessica. You wait and wait for the leader to come back. It takes about 30 minutes, but eventually another siren makes its way through the cavern, and this siren happens to be a palette-swapped version of your own beastly form. Except it's red, donned in red scales, but the same kind of muscly mass that you take on in your form. And then... As it gets closer to you, it reaches out with, like, a very beastly hand, almost as if to strike. And when you go to flinch away, you reopen your eyes uh, to see that this beastly hand is just, like, gently cusping your cheek. The form kind of crackles down as she goes back into her human form. And uh, you see someone, unfortunately, you don't recognize. But you see in their eyes longing and remembrance can't possibly be after all this time i found you yeah i i didn't think there was anything i didn't think there was anyone else out there like me either who are you all why are you like this she kind of sneers back offended who am i as you watch the kind of you watch her go up to stage two in the transformation state you don't remember yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I I forget stuff sometimes, and then I I think all of this is definitely like slowly turning me into my you know beast form. So I'm like getting a lot closer now, and yeah. as that's happening, I'm sort of remembering more about my own beast form. You know, the entirety of what form I turn into. This doesn't make sense. If you were if you were her, you would have you would remember. Didn't do all this. Search the entire all sea for you. And you watch her, like, hulk up to, to level three, and then eventually her full transformation. You're not her. Leave. Go! Or I'll find a way to drown you like the rest of them. I'm gonna turn into beast form. Alright, you beast out, you transform. You know what? I will. So I'll roll, uh, I roll plus daring, and then just see how it might take control of it, I guess I am. Nine. Um, so... I get to choose one. Okay. It says, You are magnificent. And little escapes your notice. You gain leverage or an opportunity with a monster. Yeah, you, you get an opportunity as 
the the rest of the sirens kind of let go of you as you've fully transformed into your your beast form, which could give you straight access out of the grotto if you wanted to leave. I'm going to go up to her. I think I am her. She would remember. You uh, watch as this red siren transforms back into their human state. If you're her, then stay. Stay with us. Stay with me. I'll help you remember. I'm going to look at her and all the sirens and say, I have to go home and swim up as fast as I can. She reaches out for you, really unsure if you are who she thinks you are, but she lets you go. After all this time, she's finally found you, and if need be, she'll find you again. As about this time, Cecily, you head on to the beach right after the duel has taken place. (laughs) And everyone yeah, sees you. Yeah, like, from, like, half naked, wet and back, they can hear me yelling, just, like, repeating everyone's names over. Sal, Sean, Freya, Sal, Sean, and they're, like, I'm just, like, running through the sand like a crazy person. Uh, and, like, I eat over to where I think, where I see the fire is eventually. Be like, okay, you all have to come with me right now. We have to go save Jessica. And then I immediately turn and start running back. <laughs> the exact way that I came. <laughs> you breathlessly turn around as, almost out of instinct, Sean and Freya begin to follow you. But as you get to the tree line, you notice a darkened figure approaching you. Slowly, soft steps, as who comes out from the night forest, but Jessica. I like, Cecily starts weeping and like, grabs Jessica and like a big hug and was like, Oh no, I thought you were dead. I could not lose another one. Oh my goodness. It is, oh. And then like, starts like, like, petting your shoulders and being like, I'm, I know I'm wet, but you, it is okay. Someone finds this girl a towel. Uh. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm still in my beast form, but I think that would bring me out of it. So. Yeah, she, she slowly transforms back into her, her human form. And you all reside on the line of the beach, taking in what had happened as the the night sky meshes in with the, the waves on the beach itself. And that's where we'll end this episode for today. Jeez Louise, so sad. <laughs> Go to sleep, variables. Wow. In front of those. Is it empty? Or you? No, I'm still sipping on you it. You can keep it. It's fine. <laughs> you brought me back to a high school trauma. And I'm I hope sorry. you know that. I'm really sorry. I was, I was in geology opening some Pop Tarts and I was trying to do it really quietly. Oh no. And at some point, the teacher was like, Will you just open them? <laughs> That's just mean. <laughs> Eight in the morning. <laughs> eight, eight in the morning. <laughs> like that's what's wrong with it. It's too early for that type of damn morning. So you brought me right back. I had a question. Um, it's eight in the, the damn yeah. morning. How do you spell um, Dionys? D Y O N U S. Okay, and then where's that on the map? This is tweer- toward Espana. Um, this is actually going to be super close to Eucadia. So let me pull up the map myself you guys are not that far away from eucadia okay Um, so we're going yeah that one directly out from the mouth of it with all the rings around it 
It looks like we're about to pick it up at a <laughs> carnival game <laughs> yeah. with a claw. <laughs> the claw. Me. Yes, I'm so sorry. Hi, me. Um, I'm at an extended stay America, so it's horrible here. episode is now i know imagining it's it's freya and eve on the beach singing these silly songs <laughs> this is fun there's this fun children's puppet tale that goes around in every continent everywhere yeah sponge robert sponge, sponge robert, robert. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now I want to work that in. Square trousers. Yeah, Sponge Robert Square trousers. Square trousers. Sponge Robert Square trousers. I'm writing that down. And then he really is like a dried sea sponge that they just got to put on a stick with square square pantaloons. Oh, SpongeBob. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.